All right, good afternoon, everyone. We are live for today's podcast, Monday, April 18th. I'm Adam Martin, it's Big Marcel. It's the MMA OB Daily Podcast. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Marcel, man, how's it going? Marcel. Yeah, great week. Sorry, man. What the hell? Uh, yeah. <laughs> fell asleep for a second. On me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I had a great week. A great, a great weekend. It's, it's, it's over uh, thing. It was an okay weekend, man. How about you? I mean, it was okay. I've been, I haven't been feeling well for like probably two weeks now. So just been all up and down. You know, it's funny. Like, I don't have COVID or anything, but like, as soon as they ended the mask mandate in Ontario, I haven't been feeling well. So I'm like, all right, maybe I should put it back on. But no, I'm done with it. I can't do it myself. <laughs> I can't do it. Some of my, I'm going bowling after this. Some of my friends at bowling are still wearing it while they're act, like exercising, basically. I don't know how these people are doing that, but it is what it is. Let's see, uh, I've got some comments. What's going on, man? Aldo gets Aldo. I mean, I'd be a good fight. We'll see if it happens. I think it's a good chance. Joe's here. I give Joe a shout out. He gave, uh, he was the one uh, picking Bilal last week in the chat. Hey, Andrew, what's up, man? Rock Torque, what's up, man? Hope all you guys are doing well. Um, but yeah, Marcel, I mean, it was a good weekend of fights in general. Um, I, I think, I mean, between Bellator and UFC, like, it's not like it was the best UFC card, though. I'll, I'll say that right now. You know, <laughs> it was not a great card. I think just between the two, it was okay. You know what I mean? Like, an LFA was actually pretty good, too. We could talk about that. We talked about that a little DM today. But yeah, I mean, the UFC card was, it was one of the weakest cards of the year. Like, it was probably one of the worst cards of the year. Like, I'm not trying to be too negative, but I'm guessing. Like, you agree with you on that? The UFC card, dude, I gave it a three out of 10. So, yeah, yeah it, it, it were maybe two or three good fights, but it fucking sucked, dude. And it, it started at 2 30 a.m. over here. And I was like, listen, I always write a recap after it when I still have time. So I was like, if I'm, if the UFC card is done at like 5.30, 5.15, I still have some time to do it before 7 a.m. And, dude, that card went till 6 a.m. in the morning, man, and it fucking sucked. I, I just can't say anything else. It sucked. Yeah, you know? I know. And also, Andrew reminded us of Ryzen as well. Yeah, also, there was yeah. a lot of other, like, MMA cards that were probably, honestly, better than the UFC card. CFFC. Yeah, it's another one. I mean, that's kind of rare. Like, let's be honest. Like, if the UFC is the cream of the crop. We all know that, right? But occasionally, it's, they're going to be uh, – these cards more so were just not as exciting, I think, that as you know some of the other ones. And this one and, was not great, you know. And on but, Saturday, it starts even thirty minutes later. What's up with that? And they're still doing those those basketball playoffs. And when the when the main card started, I hear from the people in the U.S. They didn't even have it on ESPN. They had it on ESPN News. So what what's what's the deal? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Got some other guys in the chat. That's wrong. Don't 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 spread fake news. <laughs> Hey, Matt, appreciate it, man. Thanks so much, buddy. Marcel said you both the news necessarily Lima Jackson had COVID or injury. Yeah, that sucks that fight's off. That's one of the better fights that was coming up, Douglas Lima and, and Jason Jackson. Damn it. I just I just got told that it was off and that it will be rescheduled, but I don't want well, – was not given a reason, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the one guy did mention uh, Jones. I mean, I don't think this is going to happen, but Dana White told TMZ yesterday that, you know, Mio, that's the plan. Mio switch versus Jones. I'm not getting my hopes up, Marcel. You know, I know everyone's talking about this now, but I'm not even like excited at all because I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, it would be an amazing fight if it did, but you, you know, I, I think you feel the same way as me, right? People are way, way too quick. The thing is, when yeah. Dana says uh, we're working on that, an hour later, somebody say it's in the works, and two hours later, it's set apparently because all these sides taking it from each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I mean, I don't, it's what I think Mike MMA Pick said it on, on Twitter today. Like, until Penn hits the paper, it's not a done deal, you know, and definitely not with John Jones against 
uh, Miotis. It's anyone. <laughs> yeah, and also for the same thing, you know, I know Hunter Campbell said to Okamoto, JJ versus Zhang yeah. is going to happen in Singapore. They're still debating if it will be a three-round or a five-round. So if you're still debating that, yeah. that fight is still not signed. You know what True. I mean? No, you're right. So, I mean, that's a big difference. I, I hope that fight's five rounds. You know, oh, there's, sure, already, there's already two title fights on that card or five, so mm -hmm. it's possible it might not be. Expected Usman be on for where Dana wants to be. Ed Jones. Yeah, I mean, there's two. There's actually two cards in July, guys. There's two pay-per-view cards. So yeah. I think the second one is Adesanya and, and Cannoneer, I believe. That's the plan. July like 30th or something. But the July 2nd or 3rd one, whatever. That, uh, uh, I mean, I I would, I would I thought it'd be Usman. But the thing is, there's also a London card now. They could do that fight in, in England with, with Edwards. I doubt it, though. I honestly, I honestly expect, and I don't know if it's correct, but I expect the July 2nd card. Yeah. To be Usman, Cannoneer, and Adesanya against or, uh, Usman against yeah. uh, Adesanya, Cannoneer, and the uh, late July card to be uh, Brandon Moreno, Figueredo four, and yeah. Amanda Nunes against Pena. That's what I expect. Yeah, fair enough. All right, let's get in there. And yeah, Glenn, the um, the Liverpool card, I believe. Let's get in there. Let's get in the card for you. Let's go for UFC Vegas fifty one. I mean, honestly, guys, this, I knew it'd be a hard card going into it, Marcel. You know, I, I went eight and six in my pick, so it was not a good night. One prop on Barallo by decision, which we're going to talk about, that saved my night, plus 400. Otherwise, it would have been not a good night. I'll just say that. Thankfully, that that did hit. I don't know how it hit, but it somehow cashed. I have no <laughs> idea. We'll talk about that in a minute. But let's go through the main event first because I was I was on Luke here and I lost. And he just looked really bad in this fight, I thought, Marcel. It just wasn't his usual self. He wasn't aggressive, really. Didn't really do much. Like, on the, like he did get Bilal hurt at one point. But, you know, this is the guy, they think the silent assassin because he goes after you, right? In this fight, like he had Bilal rocked in the third round, just didn't follow up on it. I was like, yeah, "What the yeah. hell are you doing, Marcel?" He was rocked, yeah, and and he didn't do much. And then obviously Bilal with the wrestling basically won the fight. It was not an exciting fight, um, and it sucks when you're. It's not an exciting fight, and your guy loses. But you know, credit to Bilal, he nullified Luke, gets the job done here. Um, you know, it's going to get Bilal top five guy. But for me, it's like, yeah, Bilal. You know, he uses wrestling, won the fight, but I just don't think this was Luke at his best, man. I really don't think it was, guys. Like. Here's the thing, like he's a person, he's a human, right? Every day we wake up, we might not be having the best day, Marcel. I think it was just one of his off days. I really do. Like that was not the best, uh, or even like the that was probably the worst Luke we've seen since he fought Michael Graves in the first fight in the UFC. He just wasn't himself in this fight, man. Again, I'm giving Ball credit with the wrestling and everything, but like I think Luke could have finished him in the third round. Just didn't go for it, didn't pull that extra trigger, and ends up losing a decision and really sets him back to the division. But for Bilal, it's a good win. So Give me your thoughts, man, because this fight went completely different than the first, obviously. Uh, I mean, the true trouble, the, the real trouble here for Luke is that he lost to Edwards, he lost to Stephen Thompson, and now he lost to Bilal, and it's still the same damn time when people think now he's going to make it into the top five. You know what I mean? He, he loses those fights. So, and he, did, he didn't look good at all. You know what I mean? Bilal looked look solid. Or solid the way he looks solid, he looks solid. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, Listen, man, Bilal, I really like it. I like what he does. You know, he does it very well. But uh, style bores me out. But he, he yeah. does what he does. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, for Luke, Luke looked really off. And like you said, man, he had the chance in the third round, which was the only round he won, in my opinion, to uh, go for broke, you know, and win the fight to end it, but he didn't. Um, also, somebody in the corner 
of Luca after the fourth round, said it is two two, and I was like, dude, it was you know, cool if you want. Yeah, and people were even debating with me on Twitter that it was 2-2. No, if you think that's 2-2 going into the fifth round, you have either money on Luca or you are a Luca fan or you don't like Bilal. It's either that way because Bilal clearly won three rounds, you know. Yeah. So it was 3-1. to one. And it's just bad corner advice, man. Even yeah. if you think it's like the, it's like more horrible Antonio McKee against AJ McKee that it was 4-0. Yeah. That's even we'll more about horrible. That too. Yeah. yeah, but I mean... What's that? I don't understand that. You know, I really don't understand that. Why, um, why people who are in the coach in the corner coaching saying that to their fighters, man? It's just so stupid. And yeah. then people come up with, "Oh, we need open scoring." No, you don't need open scoring, man. <laughs> I mean, you need you need to use yeah. common sense. I don't. How would open scoring like? How would it really fix this? Was he just gonna like turn an extra gear all of a sudden? Like, like it wasn't like he wasn't trying to knock him out. Yeah. I don't agree with the open scoring argument at all. Am I gonna get into it, Marcel? Um, I don't think it's necessary at all. I think you do need better judges in the sport, but I don't think like having the scorecard but, like if they haven't evicted. You still see controversial decisions, dude. Like it yeah, doesn't change but, that. But the fun thing is also people saying like, uh, "Yeah, but then the other fighter goes for broke." Yeah, and the other like fighter knows to do, do, do that already. Like in a yeah. normal fight, I don't. Yeah, I know what you're yeah, saying. But, myself, but the other but, fighter knows he's up two rounds and doesn't yeah. do shit anymore. You know what I mean? So it's the I, other way around it, as well. So I'm not even gonna get into it. <laughs> I feel like it's a particular group of people pushing it, you know, from a certain MMA oh, website. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only one people saying it. Anyways, I'm going to go through some comments, guys. Hey, Marcus, what's up, man? Vicente disappointed me. Yeah, me too. I, I was pretty surprised. Like, I, I don't think the fight was that close, you know? Like, he just really wasn't. Hey, Andrew, he says, uh, never would have guessed what Bilal did would do to Wonderboy did to Luke. I was surprised he honestly did it to both guys. Like, you know, like, both those guys have fought pretty good wrestlers. And, and yeah, they've been taken down, but Bilal's really just held him down. You know, the thing is, though, he doesn't go for any ground and pound. He doesn't go for any submissions. I, I think he has what? I, I want to say, let me, let me double check. I don't want to get this wrong. But Bilal has 21 wins in his career. He only has five finishes. He has 16 wins by decision. Marcel, like he's a decision machine. I'm not saying it's a bad way of fighting. GSP was also a decision machine. He was one of the better uh, welterweights of all time. One of the best fighters of all time, quite frankly, obviously. So he, I, I understand that's part of the sport, but like, I don't know if this like will really get him that fight that he wants because I think Dana and them are looking for him to go for a finish, Marcel. Any thoughts uh, on that? It's very simple. What you do next, man? You you put him up against Gilbert Burns. You know, Gilbert Burns just lost against Kamzat, a, a, a very close fight. You know, but yeah. he lost that one. And Burns is Vicente Lucas teammate. So I mean, the story yeah. writes itself. It makes, it sense. makes sense. Yeah, and we say that we say that simultaneously. That's beautiful. It, it just makes a lot of sense. I agree. And then for for Luke, I mean, oh, man, I'm just so disappointed. Like, I think he needs to take some time to regroup. I don't know what happened. Like, again, could have just been a bad day. Could have been sick. I don't know. Just had a bad fight. I mean, I guess uh, Stephen Thompson. Does he have a fight booked or no? No, you can do that the rematch. There you go. There uh, you can do that fight again. You know. But if you're looking for a new contender and you want to see if Luke is still. Yeah. If, uh, Tom Brady? Legit, do Tom Brady. Uh, Sean Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady's going to make his UFC debut against Vicente Luque. No, no, Sean Brady makes sense. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't mind the Thompson rematch, though, because they just both lost to Bilal, so mm -hmm. I think it makes sense, too. If Maswell fights again, that would make sense. I mean, there's, there's a lot of fights here that were fun fights, you know, for, for, sure, for sure. Tons of fights. So, I, I, but I don't, I think at this point, you know, Marcel, I don't think Luque's an elite guy. You know, I think but, we've seen that now. By the way, now you're bringing up Jing Liang, guys. There is a report out oh. that Jing Liang is fighting Salikov in Singapore, but like I told, Jing Liang is not able to make it to Singapore uh -huh. in time, so that fight is not going to happen. That's not a good report. 
What do you guys think the betting ones would be for Bilal versus Gilbert? I think Gilbert would be favored for sure, you know, especially after that last fight. Probably like two to one Gilbert, maybe like less. But like, I don't think it'd be crazy. Probably like around the same as this line, to be honest. Yeah. I think Bilal would be that small dog, like not a crazy dog. Maybe like less, maybe like minus 170. I think in that like, yeah, like one and a half to two, minus 200, you know, it's someone in that Marcus, because I think there's a lot of hype on birds right now, obviously, after going five or three hard with Kamzat, like almost finishing Hamzat. Bilal obviously just beat Luke, though, and he's got proven that he's go five too. So it'd be a good fight. It just makes sense. All right. Let's go to the co-main event, Marcel. Kyle Brawl defeats Gazi Omergazia via technical unanimous decision. This was so fucked. Okay, so I had money on Kyle. I told we you call, people we called the team was gonna win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, there was no tape on Gazi. So why was everyone so high on the guy besides the one fight? Kyle is a really good fighter. Okay. Yeah, I think he's yes. proven it now, Marcel. Two wins a contender, one in the UFC. He is a very good fighter. That being said, man. Oh my god, I was shaking my pants because like I said, it was just a bad night. Like you know, a couple of the other dogs I I, I bet on hit. Luke lost. I'm like, okay, all right. Well that, at that point I didn't know. I actually thought you know he'd win, but I'm like, please don't get DQ'd. Please. Like, cause we'll talk about the other fight earlier in the night with Bart of the Day. I mean, we might as well talk about the both right now because they kind of both we got yeah, okay, both. Big yeah. was the ref in both fights. Basically, <laughs> what happened was both guys were completely dominating their opponent and they both landed a legal strike in the third round. Kyle's fight. Uh, it was clearly uh, down to point. I mean, it sucks. I hate the rule. Like, they had a finger on the mat. You know, it's it's a horrible rule. Um, this should be allowed. You should be able to finish a guy from that position. Anyways, it, it is against the rules, and, mm-hmm. you know, you broke them. It's just weird because some commissions will allow that, Marcel, without a knee down, and some don't, you know? That's the part that's stupid. Like, why are, the, why are there different rules between different states and countries? It's really dumb. Anyways, referee takes a point, but doesn't DQ him. I don't get it. I, I thought because he took a point, he had to be DQ'd. I'm just, I, that's the first time in MMA I've ever seen a guy get a point taken on a fighting foul and then get uh, allowed to win the fight. And then the other fight, we'll talk about this now too. We got to talk about this. And by the way, I needed that decision prop. It was uh, plus 400. So I did nail that one But because Marcel, otherwise, it just wasn't a great night for me. I mean, well, I took some of the dogs that just didn't hit, you know? Um, and Luque, like I keep saying. Uh, <laughs> And I know a lot of people feel the same way, but you know, the Boudet fight, we got to talk about that quickly too. So his fight dominating Chris Barnett and then lands in a legal strike to the back of the neck that's deemed accidental, not intentional. I don't understand how was it not intentional? We're like this to the guy. Not only was it back of the head, it was also 12 to six. So he broke two rules on that and went to decision. Now in both cases, the better fighter won, the guy who deserved to win won. But man, I remember when Michelle Perea fought uh, Diego Sanchez Marcel in the third round. And he was dominating the fight and then landed in the knee. And Diego's like, do I win the fight if I lose? Or if I if I stop now? He's like, yeah, it goes to – it's a DQ win for you. Like, why would you fight? Remember that? He asked the, the ref and they told him. And then, obviously, Peter Gunn lost his, his title on the fourth round. Like, I guess because of that, they just they, – the referees are really heavy <laughs> right now. But fucking damn early on, he was also the ref in that fight with Kevin Holland and Kyle Dawkins where there was that accidental headbutt or clash of heads. And he let the fight go. And then they reviewed it after he finished the guy. This guy's just a shitty ref at this point. I'm sorry to say it, but he is. He's past his prime. And Marcel, I just he doesn't make a decision. He won't make a, a call. And as a ref, if you have hesitation, you shouldn't be doing this anymore. So I, like I said, I don't I I, I got lucky on Kyle because I think he should have been DQ'd. And he said in his post fight, he's like, I was apologizing. I thought I was gonna get DQ'd. Bude said I thought I was gonna get DQ'd. I've never seen this happen where a guy lands an illegal blow, ends the fight, and doesn't get DQ'd. So, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know what happened here. Especially in the count because uh, guys, he had a point taken, and then they're like, "Okay, you will have a point taken. We're going to the scorecards. We're not DQing you." <laughs> and then they're they're trying to figure out like what happened. So basically, like 
it was a legal shot, but the but the doctor said he could continue. He didn't want to continue. So then why wasn't it a TKO then? You know, why was it a decision then? I'm just so confused by this. Uh, uh, don't get it. Give me, I want to hear your thoughts. I want to see the comments, but go ahead, Marshall. Give me your thoughts. I remember, for example, when Mark Smith with Piotr Jan and Aljamain Sterling, it was like when Jan did it, he was like having a, I don't know if I can say it, it was like having a stroke. Oh, oh, and, oh, 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 not accidental, but what is the other one? Uh, if it's not accidental, what's the other? Unintentional? Intentional foul. He's like, intentional foul, intentional foul. He couldn't go back. He was so, so, uh, so into it. The thing is, man, with uh, Kyle Barallo, let's talk about the fight first, man. He was dominating Gatsi Omar Gadziev. Um, was doing very well. And, um, yeah, he landed that illegal knee. Uh, and that was hard. The thing that bothered me with that one was that Omar Gadziev didn't really have a reaction to it. So he was like, he felt the illegal knee. And he looked at the ref, and the ref was like, yeah, illegal knee. Oh, I'm going down. I was like, dude, you're also faking it. So, and he, it was a hard knee, true, but he was faking it as well, the the, the way he went down, you know? So I had no problem with uh, Kayo getting the, the decision win. It's not the, not the right thing to do, but I didn't have a problem with it. The crazy thing, yeah. what I thought was funny, actually too crazy, was that the Boralio went over to Omar Gatsiev to apologize, and that made a picture with him with the thumbs up next to <laughs> I saw that. That's, that's pretty funny. You know, I, so, I friend, yeah, I was going to say, I have a friend, and he had a parlay with Omar Gatsiev. He's like, man, this sucks. This is such a bad beat. I'm like, dude, how is that a bad beat? Your, your guy got his ass kicked, and you're yeah. going DQ. That's not a bad beat. You know, so, it's on Fortnite or on... And like, also, that's not a bad beat. You know, they should have won by DQ, but it wasn't a bad beat, you know? And but, also with Barnett, you know, Barnett got hit uh, yeah. by, by Boudet. And I still not conf the 12 to 6, I agree with you, so it's illegal, but I'm still not sure if it was the back of the head where we hit him with, you know? Yeah. Because now they're saying it's only I like agree with that. This I think part. it's 12 to 6. That's what I thought. That, that's that's okay, but they say back of the head. And I, I don't necessarily agree with it, but the 12 to 6, I agree with. So the thing is, also, Barnett was milking it, you know, because yeah. Barnett went down and he was like, hmm, I might get a DQ here. Let's see what happened. That, that was the, the going through process. And people don't want to hear it because they love Barnett. Yeah. And I do as well, but it's the truth, you know. I mean, like, you're so, playing the game. The, like, it's not a bad thing yeah. to do to try to get it. I mean, you're playing no, the game. No, it's a I, game I, or I, I disagree, man. So yeah. when the doctor came in, you then know, he was okay, right? <laughs> he, 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 then he hear that the ref was like, uh, if you can, if you can continue, we can go to the scorecards. He he did hear that. This yeah. the ref said, yeah. So then it was like, oh no no, I can't fight, I can't fight. I know, and then I know. The, and then and then the doctor said like, no no, can't fight anymore. Look at the eyes. Marcel, like, here's the thing: these guys are getting paid like ten and ten, dude. They I understand. To, they need to take any. I understand, but then they, you have to. to the fight. Then you yeah. have to change the rules. You know what yes. I mean? Then you have to or. or apply the rules in the right way you know what yeah. i mean so that's the thing but he was overplaying it as well but the still budai made the mistake and if he got the loss it was his mistake you know what yeah. i mean yeah. so end of the day he made the mistake but i don't like the 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 acting man it's it's becoming like this yeah. you know i love soccer it's becoming like soccer that no i, I don't think you're wrong i'm gonna say that but i'm just saying like these guys are making so little money that if they can get that small <clears throat> window of opportunity to take a dq i don't blame them that's all i'm gonna say i don't think it's like going against the, the spirit of martial arts, but there's a lot of stuff that doesn't in the sport, you know? So that's my thoughts on that. But yeah, just, just bizarre, man. Just bizarre. And you know, I, 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 I got to take this point too, because Glenn's right. They probably would have both lost, right? But they would have had like two minutes left in the fight, each guy, to land that Hail Mary punch. And they didn't get that chance. And then the other guy automatically wins. It doesn't make, that part doesn't make sense either. I agree with that as well. So it's just really weird. It doesn't make any sense. Like, 
listen, they're probably going to get their both like just lose, but they had that slim. Like we've seen guys get knocked out with one second left. It's not like it can't happen. The, it's happened. Adam, the problem with these guys is that they were expecting a DQ. That's what yeah, they were expecting. So when the doctor checked on them, they were like, oh, no, I can't continue. Well, they saw Aljo do it. They saw yeah, Aljo do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They won the belt so, doing it. You know, yeah, I, I don't disagree with you, dude. You know, yeah. so the, you you had to this well with the, I think with Eric Anderson, Darren Stewart, and that went to a no contest. Remember? Yeah, that and time. that should have been a TQ, honestly. Yeah. but why yeah. is that on a DQ? It doesn't make sense. This is a good question, but Ben Wasan, did he, I think you said he was fighting. He yeah, he, he's fight. He, he's fighting on June fourth, indeed. But I have no idea against who. Yeah, I would say. Uh, uh, Al Zelino, we probably <laughs> will post it soon because he has good contacts there, I think. So uh, he also posted that, that he's fighting on June 4th, so he probably knows more. For sure. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next fight. Andre Fiala knocks out Miguel Baeza. Man, Baeza, just, he's just not the same guy. Three straight losses number. So, um, I, you know, I'm not surprised at all. I mean, Fiala's got power. I, I knew it would be a close fight. Baeza uh, did knock Rock him earlier in the fight, just couldn't get it done. And Fiala mm -hmm. really rolled well with the punches and then survived and knocked him out. So any thoughts on this? He gets a bonus 50,000. You know, I fucking all butchered the Sanford MMA fighters picks on, on Saturday. <laughs> I went 0-3. I, I picked two wrong winners and one wrong wrong loser. So, um, yeah, I mean, he did well. He, he actually, it's like I said, and like you said, I think as well on the, on, on the podcast last week, Fiallo is very dangerous, definitely in the first round. You know, he can knock you out there. And he did to Baeza, you know. And Baeza, man, it sucks to see, dude. I think he's a big talent, you know. He, he lost to Ponsonibio in a close fight, but he lost that one. Uh, the Chaos Williams, it was Chaos Williams, right? He fought. Yeah. It was 1-1 going into the third, I think. And yeah. he, he made a mistake. He overcommitted and he got knocked out. And now he knocks, got knocked out again. I think he's a good talent, but, man, it, it will be tough. I, I hope the UFC gives him another fight, but match him up against a guy who doesn't have that much of a knockout power, you know what I mean? But... Um, Give him kind of a bounce-back fight, dude. The dude is, in my opinion, too talented to be not in the UFC. But didn't that, on the didn't other Brown rock him a little bit in their fight? Yeah, like, oh, he did. He almost yeah. finished him in the first round. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Did. This guy's got a chin issue, it seems like, unfortunately. Yeah, but he's I think talented, he's a fun fighter. Fun he fighter, is. Man. They'll yeah. give him another fight. I mean, he's lost to some pretty good fighters, you know? Yeah. So he'll get the last fight, but he's got to win that fight. You know, I don't think they keep around past that. I think he'll get another fight. I think, by the way, if they cut him, Colby will be very pissed because he he's one of the training partners of Colby, right? Yeah. So uh, MMA Masters. And Jason Wick. That makes sense, you know. Jason Wick. Yeah, Wick do it. Otherwise, he gets knocked out. So that's a good fight. That makes sense, Jerry. I agree. They cut by and keeps Sano and Gilmore. I know that's the thing. It's it's weird. Like Sano is gone as well. I think. Yeah, is he after the one yeah. fight? Yeah. yeah. Okay. By the way, I, I did give you credit on this, man. I, I tweeted about it. Um, you had it first, <laughs> yeah. and then MMA fighting breaks to two weeks later. Nice job, dude. The Miris Mugulov and Garam Tatlaze. Marcel, I know Marcel was trying to get confirmation. You couldn't get the date, and then you know the other the other guys broke it. But it is what it mm -hmm. is, you know. Nice job, buddy, for getting that uh, in the chat. All right, next fight: Myra Bingo Silva defeats Wu Yayan. I know you got some thoughts on this one. You know, first oh, off, oh god, I, I talked about this last year. You know, I I think that they have to give the women fighters a certain amount of bonuses as well. How was this fight of the night? It was an okay oh, dude. fight. Your butt, got, your butt got canceled, but I fully agree. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'd be – it's the truth, though. Like, we talked yeah. about the fight of the nights. Remember I showed you guys the list of last year? It was, like, all men fighters. And at the end of the year, they started giving the women fighters, like, the Mallory Martin fight with Shan Bliss was just an average fight and gets fight of the night. That's what I think happens here. They, and they, they should give the women fighters bonuses, too. I'm not saying they shouldn't. You know, I just don't think this was a, a fight of the night. Like, it was an okay fight. It wasn't a bad fight. It was a pretty good fight. Silva won the fight clearly. Um you know, I don't understand how some people are saying Yanan won this fight. 
Wu won the fight. I just don't think they deserve $50,000 each. Are you kidding me? Like, we've seen so many guys have amazing fights and not get uh, bonuses. And then all of a sudden, this he's, this fight gets fight of the night. Uh, and then, like, like uh, uh, you know, Alatang has a knockout in 10, the 47 seconds. It doesn't get a, a bonus. I don't get it. But like I said, I think there's a certain amount of bonuses they have to give to the women fighters. And I, I don't think that's a bad thing because I think they should divvy it up. I mean, let's be honest. There's more finishes in men's fights, right? So they're more right. likely to get the performance bonuses. That's the thing. That's if why you, they have to give the women the fight of the night once in a while. And if you, I, yeah, go ahead. If you give it to the women, then give it to the better fight of the women of the night. Give it to Landsberg against Kianzad. It was a better fight. It wasn't a great fight. It was a better that, fight. That, that, I was going to say, Marcel, that fight was a better fight. That to me, to me, that was the best fight in the card. <laughs> that's, that's so so I, I, I think I told you guys. I think Panny's like a really good fighter. I really, I really like watching her fight, man. She's just mm-hmm. she stands and trades do with anyone. I love it. And that should have been fighting that she got dropped with that elbow, survived, came back and won in the third round. That's the thing, you know. They gave it to the wrong fight. They did, Marcel. You know, so I don't know why they gave it to this fight. I don't think it was like like I said, a bad fight, but it was just an okay fight, you know. Anyways, so any, any thoughts on it? Yeah, oh definitely. Um, so I got a lot of slack for that on Twitter that I said that it was a clear win for Wu Yanan. And people would think or for uh Myra Bueno Silva. And people would think that William Nunn won that fight and suck my nose. You know what I mean? <laughs> because, I mean, come on. How can you say that, that she won that fight? The second round, she had top control a few a few times. She didn't do shit with it. You know what I mean? And the third round, she punched air for most of the time. You know? Like, I think, like, she had, you said she had, like, 20% of her strikes landed. Of, yes. Of the, so, it's... I don't get it, you know? And people yeah. are like, uh, you really like Bueno Silva or you really have money on her, dude. The only thing I like about Bueno Silva is her significant other. And for for the other thing, for Bueno Silva, she's an okay fighter, but I'm not a huge fan or whatever, you know? I don't have any money on her either, you know? So I'm just saying what I think. But and what I see, and I think most, if you look at MMA decisions, everybody at the fight for, for Myra Bueno Silva because... Myra Purina Silva won the fight. And at worst, she won she lost she won 29-28. At worst. You yeah. know, I still think she won all three rounds. But okay, give a, give one round to Yanan if you want. But I think Yanan is gone, man. Four five fights, one win, four losses. Uh, you don't I think they'll give one more fight, maybe on Singapore no. card? She just yeah, won oh, fight of the night, dude. Oh, yeah, just won oh, fight yeah. of the night. Oh yeah, fight of the night, yeah. Uh yeah, maybe. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I I'm don't. Also, people coming after me for this. I'm like, dude, if this was a high end fight, I understand you coming after me for this fight. Why, why you care? You know what I mean? One in and four was, now in the UFC. Sorry, she's one in four in the UFC now. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's weird to me. I, anyways, I just I just think it's weird sometimes how they do the bonuses. Also, we got in fight when I fight Chris Lee. That's funny. Uh, you should, Sam Hughes fight was better. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty good comeback. You should, you should see people coming after me saying like, yeah, but DC says that. You know, DC says okay. that leg kicks don't score. Yeah, I know. We like, got to talk about that in a second too. Let's go to the next fight here. Pat Sabatini defeats TJ Laramie. I thought it'd be a little more competitive, Marshall. I'm going to be honest mm. with you. Like TJ survived, but Pat Sabatini's really good. I think at this yes. point, he deserves someone in the top 50. I mean, this was a pretty dominant performance. He, I think he could have finished the fight in the first round with that body kick. I do think he could have finished. You know, he could have followed up and just didn't didn't do it. Uh, but yeah, it gets the job done. You definitely deserve some of the top 15, Marcel, right? The funny thing, like I said last time with Pat Sabatini, is in his most difficult fight, he actually <laughs> finished his opponent. You know what I mean? And that was against uh, Jamal Amherst, you know, uh, where where he got, uh, got almost got finished himself in the first round. So, um, 
Yeah, I think Sabatini deserves somebody in the top 15, man. I would really like to see it. I don't know who, but uh, I think he deserves it. He showed it a uh, really solid ground game. And, uh, yeah, he had a very good win on Saturday. And uh, for Laramie, people like to shit on Laramie as well. Dude is 24, man, 0-2 in the UFC. But he has a good future. And like you said last week, guys, a win over Charles Jourdain and TKO. And he... That's not a, a, a small win, you know. Jordan is a, is a legit fighter, in my opinion. So, yeah. yeah. Just seeing some thoughts of those Hall, Dewadu, those are good fights. I just think he deserves someone who's in the top 15 right now, personally. The problem with the top 15 is there are some guys that shouldn't be in there, too. But, yeah, I mean, it's just – it's really crowded. You know, I think Yusuf would be a good fight. That would make sense. Barboza would be a fun fight, you know, any of these fights. Yeah. Actually, Barboza would be a really good fight. Does he have someone booked right now? Does he have a fight book? No, I don't think he has. That would be no. a good fight, man. I think that would be a really good fight, especially after seeing him land that body kick. I would like to see that. So that's my thoughts. I don't think TJ is the right frame for 145 in the SC. He's got to do something different. I don't know what he's going to do. Is he going to drop to 135? Can he do it? Like, it's weird though, because like he did beat Charles Rodin, right? But it's like, it's almost like he's gotten worse, man. I don't know. I don't want to say that because he's young and, you know, he fought a really good fighter, but he's not really improved. Marcel, that Jordan fight was like four years ago, you know? Yeah, he's not really winning fights hard. since then, you know? So I know he beat the guy in contender, though. He didn't look good in that fight, but, you know. Anyways, let's go to the next fight here. Um, yeah, I was wrong. We were both wrong with this one. Andrew Lucid loses to Munar Laziz. So, got some thoughts on this fight. So, first off, I mean, it was a clear win for Munar. For sure. Uh, gets the decision. You know, I, I, I've been thinking of this late. You know, uh, here's the thing. I, short notice guys do win, but when they're not already in the UFC, Marcel, I think we've got to take that more into consideration from now on. You know, for me anyways, I'm on you. Because he is a good fighter, but there is octagon traders, you know. And he didn't have any really training camp for this guy. He got pretty much he pretty much got teed off on for three rounds more. So he's a tough dude. This was a pretty good fight, actually. This could have been fight tonight, I think, potentially too. But it was just too much of a high level striker, man. He couldn't handle it. I thought he was going to wrestle more. I, I didn't like the game plan here on short notice. I, I think he should just went for wrestling, not just stood and traded. But yeah, Munir looked good, and but obviously everyone's just talking about his his post fight thing. I mean, if you have any thoughts on that, you can you can hear. I'll share my thoughts after you. But if you want to say anything, you can go ahead. Yeah, let's first go to the fight. To the fight. Uh, the thing is, Angelus, I was really hesitant with letting things go, and I was—he yeah. was like, um, Lassis was perfectly controlling the distance and picking his shots. So he clearly won 30-27, you know, and uh, he pretty much put an excellent exclamation point on it in the last 10-15 seconds. Um, yeah, the post-fight, <laughs> the UFC actually cut it from their YouTube. That last part. Um, oh. he, sh he shouted out Daniel Kinahan, who is from the Kinahan clan or something in Ireland, uh, who is also tied to MTK, uh, the management team where a lot of fighters are. I think Tyson Fury is there with Darren Till. Uh, many guys are with MTK, but it's not like it's an unknown thing that it's getting back by MTK, you know what I mean? So it's like people are really surprised about it. Is it a smart thing from Lazes to shout him out? Definitely not. <laughs> Um, do I think they should do something about it? I don't think the UFC should do, does something about it, you know, but I really think that probably behind the scenes, they they told them, like, don't do that again. It's pretty a pretty bad look, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I think they said something like that. And it's like, yeah. now the media is coming like, oh, my God, these guys get back by uh, by Kinahan. It's like, yeah, like we didn't know that before. Um, yeah. So it's like, I understand that people are talking about it, but it's getting blown way out of proportion. I, I agree completely. So first off, I mean, 
it just sucks he said this because yeah. it was a good performance, man. He looked really good in this fight. This was just stupid. Like, why did he say this? I okay, I've, I've watched the post fight presser a few times. I don't think the guy asking the question had. Uh, there's no issue with that asking the question, you know. I do think you know he was almost interrogating him at some point, which is not really, you know, cool. I don't think he asked him four times, but it's the same question. I think Munara gave a fair answer. He basically said, you know, I don't. I need to educate myself on what happened. I want to aware of it. I want to believe him here, Marcel. I want to believe he's been so focused on his fight this week that he didn't read the news. Not everyone reads the news, you know. Now I understand it's his buddy, and he should know this. I'm just saying, like, I want to believe that he didn't generally know. Okay, I wanted to say that. That being said, it was a stupid thing to say, and he's probably going to end up, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but, I mean, he could just lose a lot of fans from this, first off. I don't know if the UFC will do anything, but it's just a bad look on him. All I'm saying is I think that he gave an answer to the question, in my opinion, and I think, you know, after asking the same question four times, I, I, he said, can you guys ask me about my fight? And the guy said, I don't have any questions about your fight. And I think that's just, that's not cool, because this guy just put his heart and soul in the cage for 15 minutes, and I think you should ask him about the fight. You know, Marcel, that's all, that's all I'm going to say. You know, I think it was asked, it was totally fair to ask that question. But once he answered it multiple times, I think it's fair to ask him about the fight itself. That's all I'm going to say. I don't, if you have any thoughts on that, I mean, we're here to talk about the fights, aren't we? So, yeah, I, I agree, man. And also, like, listen, man, if you ask the same question twice and you don't get the answer you want, you don't have to, have to ask him the third time. You know what I mean? So, I think it was four questions. Uh, dude. Like, yeah. It was, it was a lot. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's almost like he was looking for an answer and the guy wasn't giving it to him. Like at that point, you just kind of got to move on. It's not, this guy's not being interrogated here. It's a, it's a post fight interview after a fight. He was just in a cage for 15 minutes fighting someone, you know? Yeah, I understand he opened himself up to it. I don't think asking the question was bad. No, no, I don't think following up on it was bad either. But I think at a certain point, he was giving answers. The guy didn't like the answer he was giving. You know, that's all I'm saying, Marcel. So, and then today got blown up in proportion. And, you know, it's tough because, like, uh, you know, I, so me and Kareem Zidane uh, was one of the first guys that I befriended. You know, he used to live in Toronto, and we were really good friends at one point. Um, you know, we he doesn't live in Toronto anymore, so we kind of lost lost touch a little bit. But he is a very good friend of mine. Um, but you know, he obviously is very uh, outspoken about certain things, including you know things like this Kadyrov, except with sport washing they call it, I believe. And I agree that it was sport washing, by the way. Now today, people are going after him all because it basically started with this Kadyrov thing, and then obviously the New York Times thing as well with with Kadyrov. It's just, I feel like this Kinrahan thing really set off all these people on Twitter now. And, like, people bring out the pitchfork, guys. Like, everyone needs to fucking calm down. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, it's just, it's gone crazy. Like, and people are, like, you know, people threatening people now. They're basically doxing people now. I don't know if you have any thoughts on this, guys. But, like, it's it's pretty intense out there. I just stay away, man. I just try to talk about the fights. I don't care about this stuff that much. But any thoughts, Marcel? I think my answer of that as well, man. You know, this is the thing. Like, um thing is you know it's it's good to be aware of it you know what i mean but your reporting shouldn't be 99% about bad stuff in mma you know what i mean and for listen man i understand that that you want to have some real news and journalism and this and that but if you write like all the time about Kadyrov, about Kinahan, about this and MMA, it's like at a certain moment, people are going to turn against you. You know what I mean? And I don't say he does a bad job at all. You know, I don't say that. But the thing is, if you, um, it's, it almost feels like that some people in the sport who are 
journalism don't actually like MMA. You know what I mean? They like to write about MMA when something is wrong. When Connor uh, drives too hard and he he he, uh, he drives into a, into a tree or something, it's immediately there for certain people. You know what I mean? For an article, um, everything was is negative. They keep bringing that up. You know what I mean? But for me, it's like I understand that the negative side of some things have to be uh, reported as well. Of course, obviously yeah. that's journalism. But man, the whole damn thing of your whole timeline is filled with Kadyrov, uh, Kinahan, um, this and that, Fargo doing this, John Jones doing this, McGregor doing that. Yeah. yeah. I you mean, get this like, comment. That, this is that a, I'm going to answer Ryan's <clears throat> comment. He's basically saying what's sport washing. So this is kind of a term that's you know been brought up a lot. It's basically like using sports to like legitimize like uh, I don't want to say like dictatorships and stuff like I don't know like what the term would be you know more so like just uh, criminals like almost like I don't know it's, like how to put for, it for example that uh, you pay uh, for example the, the, the news is that Kadyrov paid for example guys like uh, Floyd Mayweather um, what's his uh, the, the Egyptian team right before the World Cup they went uh, to dinner with him in Chechnya and he was sitting on a table with Mohamed Salah who's the biggest I think the biggest uh, guy in Egypt definitely with, with with football soccer right now but even uh, i think the biggest arabian guy in food and in, in soccer right now so yeah. uh muslim i should say so um that's it and then trying to make it look positive you know what i mean and that's what they do with sports washing and that kind of stuff but yeah i mean we're talking already too long about this i think <laughs> yeah let me just get these other comments here. yeah for um, sure man for sure when this is a, it's something we should talk about glenn said i have no issue with the drills I like to see someone more professional other than the scripted question they usually ask for. You know, man, I, I, I agree. I think some of the questions are really bad, you know, these days. Like, I think they need I – don't, I don't know what they're going to do. The thing is, like, there's just not many people covering the sport, you know. So it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. I, I don't think uh, the question was bad. I just think he followed up too much and we are going to little pissed. You know, some fans yeah. don't care about fighters and backstories. Some fans want me to trade with them both. I agree. I think you need like you have to recover the negative stuff. Go ahead, go, quickly. The thing for me is like you you can ask those questions, and I'm not attacking the journalists who ask the questions, but for me, it's some other people. When you're a journalist and you're calling yourself a journalist for MMA in MMA, and the only thing you can talk about is like sports washing, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like, are you do you even like MMA? You know, I understand what, I mean? what you're saying. I get yeah. it. Dan, there's a new, new 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 member of the chat. What's going on, man? Dan Coster. I have no idea how some of these guys get media pass. We have that you you're reporting. He's not a he's actually a boxing guy, the guy who asked the question. Hmm. He just came to he, I was just I don't know who he is. His name's Al Dawson. I don't, I don't really don't know him. Um, but I do know he's covered the case. That's the thing, he's covered Kane Rahan. So like when this happened, it probably triggered this guy to be like, I have to go and ask this question because he's been reporting on it for months now, Marcel. So I get it. Like, I don't think the question me, was me wrong. Too, I don't have a problem with the question. I don't think either of us do. It's just I think Munar gave him his answer multiple times. He didn't like the answer, kept pressing him. It's like, but he gave an answer, man. He's not on, he's on the stand here, guys. He's a <laughs> fighter after his fight. He wanted to talk about his fight. I was a little disappointed because the guy's like, I don't have any questions about your fight. That's a little rude to me, man. I've got to be honest with you. Like, these, they're only here because of the fighters. I keep saying this. I say it every day. We only have jobs because of these guys, Marcel. You know, the, what the guy said was dumb to call this guy out, to shut him out, excuse me. And I think the questions were fair, but at a certain point, it's like he's not giving you the question you want. Just, just move on. You know, mm -hmm. that's my opinion, man. You know, again, don't have, don't have a problem with the question at all. But I, it just seemed like he was trying to. He was so riled up. It was, you know, then you started hearing some fighting in the back with um, 
the Munar Lezez's team as well. They were yelling at the guy. I, I don't want to see this at the press conference. I don't, I don't think anyone does. You know, it's not it's not good. You know, Marcel, it's just not good. So the thing is, what really bothers me in journalism these days is that journalists, uh, and it's not with this thing, but picking a certain uh, side or have a certain view in their head, yeah. and everybody has to agree with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, if I you don't agree with it, we cancel you because we don't like what you say. But for me, it's like if I don't agree with you about something, I'm either going to talk with you yeah. or I'm just letting it go, you know? And not if it's if it's uh, news-related, you know what I mean? And yeah. you can uh, write about it in a, in a non-biased way. But in many things with journalists sometimes asking, it's like their own thoughts to others, you know, and that's a bad thing for me. And it's also over here in the Netherlands a lot in the news. The journalists, when they have a talk show, for example, and they inviting guests who they are not uh, on on the same line with, you know, they're gonna they're gonna talk bullshit for like 30 minutes, 45 minutes against them. And as a journalist, you should be non-biased. And that's in my opinion a big thing. But yeah, who am I? I agree with Andrew. It's his fault. You shouldn't have brought all this up because everyone would have been like, "Man, great performance! You're striking me on point." You know what I mean? Instead, it's like, "Hey, why did you say this?" It's his fault. You know, I'm just saying. Like, I do think you know it was fair to ask the question, but we should have asked him about the fight too because it was a pretty good fight. Let's go to the prelims here. There's a bunch of prelims. We'll go through them quick. Marcel, Devin Clark defeats William Knight third round well, knockout. Give me, give me um, a second. Yeah. What's up? Who are Suck my nose. That's <laughs> not to say it. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, that's funny. Um, but yeah, Clark looked I, – I mean, the first round was sketchy, obviously. Knight won that round, I believe. But Clark took over after that. The wrestling just plays. He's got great – he's a great wrestling. And gets a, that's a knockout, though. First knockout in the UFC, Marcel, for – first finish for Devin Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, his first finish since 2016, which was a hand injury over someone in RFA. His first real knockout since 2014, eight years since he had his last knockout. So he needed this win. Newly Knight probably gets cut after this, right? Would you say? I don't know for sure, man. I would well, say it was so, short yeah. notice, right? Yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah, so yeah, William sure. Knight actually he held him against the cage in the beginning, and then he had that explosion where yep. he almost he almost had him. You know, he kind of rocked him, but the clock got away. Um, yeah. But again, well, actually, it was like we said, man, Clark was going to take over eventually, and he did, and he finished him. Yeah, it was a good win for Clark, man. I mean, I was how did he not get a bonus? He he really deserved one for that knockout. He's his so first too. one. He should have got a bonus, right? And he accepted this fight on heavyweight as well, while he actually was supposed to fight on light heavyweight against Gamsatov. Dan says, "Night first Barnett, let's do it." I think that fight makes a lot of sense, Glenn. I agree with you. You know, not only that, but he actually talked about it. He said, "If this fight was at two hundred five, he doesn't think his chin would have held up." He actually said that in the post fight interview, Marcel. He said, because I didn't have to cut weight, I think that was the difference. He said, if I had to cut that weight, and also he was like, I was pretty surprised William Knight came in at 251 because he yeah. only came in at 223. And that was what, because I picked Clark, obviously, and I'm like, oh, shit, like maybe that's just going to be like too big. But the technique just plays up. Man, he's a great wrestler, man. He really is. Great wrestler. Boudet versus Mazur and Linick. I think both those fights make, make yeah, sense. Linick would be a great fight. Rosenstruck versus Volkov. Yeah, I, I guess for Tiberia must be really sick, eh? Because they, they usually just rebook the fight. Mm-hmm. I think, I, oh, I think I think Rosa Strikes um, uh, team didn't wanted it because the fight was already like rescheduled for yeah like, they for two weeks ago yeah yeah they wanted yeah. just for that fight I don't blame them all right so Panny Kanza defeats Lena Landsberg I mean I think this was the, one of the better fights on the card and you know Panny won the fight but that second round was sketchy you know um, yeah. gets dropped with that elbow um, Lena Landsberg called the elbow queen I believe yeah the elbow yeah. queen. I thought, you know, Lena's not – she's not too bad, man, honestly. She's she's one of the better fighters in the division. Even at age 40, she's still pretty tough. The fact that this fight went the distance is pretty crazy. And both girls were 
bloodied up. I want to show you this picture here, Marcel. I don't know if you've seen this one. No oh, what's a tooth? A panty. Yeah, well, she doesn't have a tooth anymore. <laughs> Mr. Two Front Teeth. I mean, this chick is just, she's tough as nails. I yeah, called call Darren Stewart. She's one of my favorite female fighters in the UFC, Marcel. I really enjoy watching her fight. She's super tough. She likes to strike. She's just fucking great fighter. She called her Aspen Lad. I love the fight. You like that fight, Aspen Lad? Yeah, I do. You, by the way, didn't call my joke what I said, right? What would you say? I didn't even hear. I said call Dar I said call Darren Stewart. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, but do you like that fight though? Do you like that one? Yeah, yeah, of course. Why not? I mean, I think she she deserves it to get uh, to, to to get a higher ranked opponent. I, I they both lost to Raquel. They both just yeah. lost to the same person. Makes yeah. sense. Makes lots of sense. Yeah, actually. I like the fight a lot. And then for Lena, I mean, she'll get another fight in the UFC. Now this next one, I, I'm really, really happy that Jakar Close got a bonus. He deserved yeah. it, and I was, I was worried because obviously he said some things about the UFC <laughs> that weren't exactly <laughs> positive, Marcel. Mm -hmm. But he gets the knockout here against Brand Jenkins. I mean, really, just dominated. I think the first round was 10-8, and then yeah. the second round was more domination. Uh, Brand Jenkins is probably going to be cut off. He's not UFC caliber, but Jakar Close, he basically was like took out all of his frustration, frustration for the last two years, Marcel. So, oh, I didn't see this about Fanny. I thought you lost it in the fight. Okay, that makes sense. She hasn't had teeth in four years. But, yeah, anyways, I love her. But, yeah, Marcel, any thoughts on this one, Jakar's uh, performance? Yeah, like I said, good. And I was I, I said on Twitter, if he doesn't get a performance bonus, we riot. And then uh, I think Jason Hagholm went back to me, and he's like, hey, Marcel, we don't have to riot. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think deserve, man. You know what? Many people were like, yeah, but he was a huge favorite. I mean, yeah, he was a huge favorite, but you still have to show it. You know what I mean? And uh, it was very convincing what he showed, I think. 10-8 uh, round in the first. Almost had, uh, had Jenkins out already. The second round, he, he, he closed it immediately. So, um, yeah, great win for the Rockhart close. And I hope he can get back on track because I think he's a good fighter. So, yeah. I'm trying to find the scorecard. I, I, I wanted to see if they scored a 10-8. I'm just trying to see it. I don't see them on UFC News, which is weird. Let, let me check. I, I can't find it. So, anyways, let me know. It's not a huge deal, yeah. but... Um... Yeah, the card wasn't great, and Jakar definitely he deserved it, though, man. I could see them using Jenkins. Maybe, yeah. He is called the highlight reel, but Jenkins was Patty. I mean, Patty would smash him. Um, it was crazy. Jenkins was in PFL, right? And his management's like, hey, let's go take this fight on short notice in UFC against Wong Zhu. <laughs> man, I think he should have stayed in PFL, Marcel, with Jenkins, because I think he would have had a chance to at least be in that tournament and win a million. UFC is just this doesn't seem like he's UFC level. The wrestling's not there. Close, close called out Mark Madsen. He's pissed off at the old team, Eddie Chaw and those guys. I fight ready. He used to be his coach. I don't know. He kept calling him a scumbag. I have no idea what happened. I was looking for like the backstory. He couldn't find anything. So it's yeah, not there, by the way. I know. I can't find the scorecard. So I don't know why they didn't release it. Anyways, um, oh, here uh, it is. sorry. Here it sorry. is. Three, three times ten eight. Yeah. Oh, you did find it. Okay, cool. Just send it. Send it to the. Uh, send it to I'll, I'll make a screenshot, dude, because on the website. I make oh, okay, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I was just checking the uh, the Twitter. Um, let's go to the next fight here. Raph Garcia defeats Jesse Watson. I did pick Garcia. He's one of the underdogs I picked on this card. I thought the wrestling would be would be uh, the winning you know, recipe for this fight. And pretty much turned out to that. I will say this, you know, again, he landed illegal knee too in the second round. Another one in this card, Marcel, we, we have to mention um, in the second so, round. And at that point, it was the fight would have been 9-9 nine, nine, and in the first round he won. So then Jesse could have basically had a draw in the third round if he won it. But this guy gets the finish with 10 seconds left. I think he really, he just went for it and he got it. Ralph Garcia is a good fighter, man. And he's two and two down the UFC. He wants a new contract. They go get it. I think he's a pretty good fighter, Marcel. What do you think? First of all, I sent it to you. Second of all, solid pick by you, dude. You, you pick Garcia. Um, he did well, man. First round as well. He won the first round. Second round, uh, he was winning. He, he landed that illegal blow and he got, uh, got a point deducted. 
but he was still winning the round, so it was going to be a 9-9, but he even finished it like 15 seconds before the end of the round. Good performance by Garcia, man. I really liked it. And uh, I think... Uh, who was who was uh, Anik? Anik was that Anik was like the whole time Hafa Garcia. And I, yeah. I tweeted out, it's like, dude, this is the Brazilian, you know. <laughs> that was funny to me, yeah. Um, that was funny, but so, um, but yeah, good, good performance by Garcia, dude. Uh, I guess he was a good process, you know, man. I actually scored the fight for him, you know, me too. He had so much control in that fight, and, and I know Gritzbacher landed more strength, that's why he won the fight. I'm just saying, I watching that one. May have to rewatch it. I'm only see it the one time, but I remember scoring for Rafa. It was a very good fight. Uh, Boudet, we talked about already. He gets the job done, Marcel. Mm-hmm. And, and like, uh, I don't know. Like, I think the Linux shutout makes sense. That would be a good fight. I think that would make a lot of sense. Um, help build him up. Jordan Levitt defeats Trey Ogden. Split decision. I agree with the decision. I picked Ogden, but I thought he lost. I thought Jordan won the second and third round. Um, it came down to the third round of the scorecards, by the way. Two of them had it for Levitt and one for Ogden. Second round, DC was super confused, saying, "Do leg kicks count? Do we score leg kicks?" Like, I can't believe it. He said that. Obviously, they score. He landed like I think they said he was second to Benson Henderson all time in leg kicks landed Marcel in a fight, in a lightweight fight. Uh, he definitely won that round. There's no doubt. Or in a round, it was one of the two. He won the he won the fight, in my opinion. I think Levin won the fight. Go ahead. I, I can't believe people still take DC seriously as a commentator, man. I think he was a great fight, but his commentary he was also laughing like like a child when Levitt was uh, uh, doing that weird ass split after he got the, the split decision, you know? <laughs> so he was, he was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, come on. Even, yeah, I don't know. But How was the second round even close? I'm looking at the stats. I'm, again, I know stats aren't the only thing, but I'm watching it and a lot of people had him winning the second round. I'm like, Ogden. I'm like, how? 46 to 16 in significant strikes. There was no takedowns at all. How did he not win the round? Of course, leg kicks count. This isn't like 1995, <laughs> Marcel. Like, why would we not score leg kicks? I can't believe he said that. I was just surprised. Weren't you? Yeah, of course. And I think Cruz is like, wait, of course they count. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but Cruz always gives him a reality check, you know? And people yeah. always, always shit on Cruz. But Cruz actually, the thing is, Cruz has a very uh, monotone sound, you know? Yeah. So uh, people still give him shit for what he said in the McGregor against Khabib fight, that McGregor was uh, kind of uh, uh, ch- chilling out to making Khabib more, uh, uh, more tired. At the yeah. moment when uh, that people giving him still shit for BT is so much better commentator than DC, dude. DC is a better commentator than DC, but I'm talking about Bantam with DC. I agree. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Sam Hughes defeats Stella Nunez. Gets the upset win here. You know, the first round did not go her way. And I'm watching the fight. I'm like, damn, she has to make an adjustment. I was, you see me on tweets for something? Like, go for yeah. a takedown. Why is she not going for a takedown? Once she gets the takedown, she just dominates the fight. So she saved her career in the UFC. She was 1 0 so 3. Now she's 1 3. Gets the job done. I didn't even know she changed camps. I should have known that. She went Fortis. to – Yeah, Fortis. So that's a good she, move for her. And she did one of the better corners in the sport. You know, after that first round, he's like, you lost that round. Like, you need to get going. Like, what are you doing? Like, And she got the job done. So She, she DM'd me. I, I, uh, I put out this uh, fight announcement right on my Instagram. And I had I didn't have Fortis MMA in our gym. And she gave me a DM. She's like, dude, can you change it in Fortis MMA? I switched, switched camps. It's like, oh, okay. So that's why I knew. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, so she gets the job done. So I, I you know, it was a, it was a good win. And then Nunez, now I think she's lost both her fights, right? So yeah. her ground game sucks. Her striking's good though, great striking. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then the last fight, Alting Haley defeats Kevin Kroom, knockout, forty-seven seconds. I don't understand how he didn't get a bonus. He clearly deserved a bonus. Don't you think? For sure, man. I don't know why not. I I, I also tweeted out like cards like this. Don't give five and not give four bonuses. You know what Should I mean? Should have been Clark and him, I think. And then I don't yeah. think Garcia. I mean, Garcia looked good, but you. With the illegal knee, I wouldn't have given it to him. Yeah. You know, 
Clark and, and Alatang should have gotten it, I think. Don't you think? I get, I agree. Yeah. Fully. So that I mean, overall, not a great card. I mean, be, we're being honest, we're being real here, you know. Um, let's go to just do Bell Torque review Marcel as well before we get out of here. So pretty crazy card. I mean, a lot of ups, uh, sorry, a lot of favorites won. And then the last two fights, basically upsets. Now we'll just talk about the the, the top two fights. So Pitbull gets the win over AJ McKee. I'm not surprised. I mean, Pitbull is a great fighter, one of the better fighters in Belter history. Uh, I thought the fight was super close. I think it could have went either way, personally, Marcel. And uh, I don't think anyone could be too confident in the scorecard. I just think it was a super close fight. Any thoughts? Did you watch it? Any thoughts? I had two rounds for Pitbull, one round for McKee, and two rounds were really close. You know what I mean? So yeah. that was. I, I only had three convincing rounds, so yeah. it could have gone either way, in my opinion. It could have been, it could have been forty nine, forty six Pitbull, or forty eight, forty seven McKee for me. You know what I mean? So um, could also be forty eight, forty seven uh, Pitbull. So I agree. Yeah. Um, I understand it sucks for McKee, definitely, if your corner says you're 4-0 up. <laughs> so uh, I understand this reaction. But um, on the other hand, um, the thing is, I think McKee said he didn't want to go one, didn't make 145 again, you know. So if he has to go to 155, he has to fight the, the brother, huh? Patricky Pitbull. Um, yeah, why not? I don't mind. But um, yeah, we'll see what's happening, you know. Um, the thing is now you can't do the lightweight title between Patricio and uh, McKee anymore because Patricio vacated and Patricio won it. So, but there's a story, right? If they do uh, McKee versus Patricio, but there are, I think there are other contenders as well. So I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. It was just super close, man. It could win either way. Yeah. I think I know the scorecards make sense. I think we all agree with that. And then we got to talk about the other fight. So the Dean Nem card career. So I did pick Anderson Marcel and he was going to win the fight. No doubt about it. And Accidental clash heads with three five seconds left in the, in the third round. If that fight went to the end of the third round, it went to the scorecards. Three and seconds. Five dude. seconds early. It says yeah. it's saying five. I thought it was oh, three five. Two, but okay. it's saying five on, on here officially, I guess. But I thought three at the time. Crazy, eh? Because Corey would have won the million dollars. Just crazy. They're gonna rematch at some point. Any thoughts on this fight though? I mean, see it seemed like Corey was on, on the uh, the way to a win, man. Yeah, you know what it is, man. The the thing with these kind of stuff is like it just sucks, you know, because Corey was doing really well. And now he has to start over again. You know what yeah. I mean? And you don't know how it starts now over again. So it's like kind of some injustice. But on the other hand, you don't want to win a belt like that, I think. But I, I understand from Corey's point of view, obviously, you want to win the million dollar. You want to win the belt. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter how. But uh, from, from the public kind of view, I think uh, it's a good thing that we're going to see a rematch. But I feel for Corey, man, because he was doing really well. No doubt. And then Aaron Pico knocks out Adley Edwards, just completely beat the shit out of him. I mean, this guy is super tough, though, man. I'll tell you that. That guy is really, really fucking tough. But, man, what a beatdown. And then Linton Vassal somehow comes back after getting rocked by Tim Johnson knocks him out. So, pretty good main card, honestly. I didn't really catch a lot of the prelims. Honestly, guys, they were all mismatches. People were like, oh, my God, look he finishes. I'm like, yeah, these guys were all minus 1,000 favorites, guys. What did you expect? Like, But there was one crazy fight between... Um, Rogelio Luna and Socrates Hernandez, just an insane fight, and Luna gets the win. That was one of the closest fights in the card, according to the odds, like the closest one. So that was do a you know what, fight. Do you know what this guy made for the fight? 2000, 2000? Yeah. I mean, Luna made two, two plus two, and Hernandez made 2K. It's disgusting, man. That's really disgusting. Now, I will say they gave they gave Corey Anderson 250K. Add the yeah. average made 50K. There's some guys making good money in Bellator, but mm -hmm. the guys in the bottom of the prelims are making 2,000 to show and 2,000 to win. That dude got the shit kicked out of him for $2,000 and they don't do um, fight the night bonuses in Bellator. So it's not like he could have been like, I'm getting 50 K later on. 
they should have given him the bonus. I doubt it, though. I bet Cockroach was like, nice job. We'll, we'll have you back, kid, for another fight. <laughs> you know, Marcel, like, I think that was it. Anyways, pretty crazy. And then, like I said, there were some other cards. I, I just wanted to mention this guy in LFA. Uh, there was a huge uh, – I would say a huge upset. There was a small upset in the main event. Um, uh, I, I, maybe he's got the guy's name. Cortez uh, Acosta. Yeah, Walter Cortez Acosta. So when I was doing my opening odds for this last week, because I know Thomas Peterson's a great prospect, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, Thomas Peterson, who is this guy? And then I'm just like looking at his record, and I'm like, whoa, this guy is legit. Like, he's got great wins, and he's got boxing experience. He could win this fight, and he did. Knocks him out, Marcel. So, any thoughts on this? It's a big win for this guy, and we're here in the UFC maybe, right? Yeah, that might be next for him, man. Uh, cannot say anything more about it yet, but uh, yeah. he, uh, he's definitely on the list, you know, and uh, he looks solid. You know, he looked really good, and he also fought in Bellator before. I think he fought more the recent Bellator. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's he's a fun a fun guy to uh, a fun guy to uh, to watch, and I think uh, guy from the Dominican Republic. I mean. There are not many fighters in the UFC from the Dominican Republic. I think nobody actually. So, yeah, why not? Uh, yeah. I like it. No, no doubt about it. Um, and let me just get some comments. We'll get out of here in a minute, guys. Uh, Buckley and Till. Yeah, they were they were talking smack. Now Camzat doesn't know who. <laughs> Buckley I, is. I think that was legit from Camzat. People are like he's talking shit. I think it was legit. He didn't have no idea who it is. That's too funny. That's too funny. Yeah, apparently he, did. he he might not. I mean, he might not watch like other fights. You know, it's possible. So that was kind of funny. Um, you see, when Buckley loses to Abus, uh, the fight with Buckley and Abus is off, man. It's likely going to be Buckley against Alba Durayev, but that's in the works and not, not set yet. This guy's talking about Dean Barry. Yeah, he's like one of the biggest favorites like in UFC history right now. Like, they're not usually there's not four figure favorites in UFC, usually the fights are tight. This is a we'll talk about this fight tomorrow. This looks like a mismatch. I'll just say that, anyways. I think that's it for today, Marshall. That I want to talk about. Anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? Is there something else? Uh, no, not really. To be really honest, I can't recall. All right, let's get out of here then. So, you guys, uh, pre- I hope you guys had a good time today. I, I did. Love doing the podcast with you, Marcel. It's always fun. Be back tomorrow at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, guys. We're going to re- uh, break down UFC Vegas 52. So, we'll go through all those fights. If all flies are there. <laughs> we'll see what fights are. I might wake up tomorrow. Half the card is canceled. Like, who knows at this point? Um, hopefully, there's still you know uh, some replacement opponents for these guys, but we'll see. Anyways, Marcel, just plug your stuff. Let's go out of here. Big Marcel24 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Eurosport.nl Mixed Martial Arts section. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate that, man. It's a good show. I appreciate that. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow, like I said, guys. 5 p.m. Eastern. In the meantime, follow me on Twitter at mmadmartin. Podcast at mmadmartin.com. YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Uh, also at miamanews.com. mmadmartin.com. Bookies.com. Have my best bets out for this uh, card probably Wednesday on that website. So check that out. Guys, have a great day. Talk to you soon. Peace.